Hey, what's going on, everyone? Yo, yo. This is Eddie. This is Adam. This is Marcus. This is the Average Sports Guys podcast. All right. Today is episode 74. 74. And we are back with another Hard Knocks um, episode of breakdown, discussion, what have you. But before we get into that, uh, we did. I, I did finish the show last week saying we would talk about some of the segments that we're going to kind of do this upcoming uh, season. So once the season actually starts, we're going to have what I think will be Marcus's favorite segment, <laughs> and it's going to be the I Lift segment. Marcus, I, tell them what that's about. So I Lift is, you know, a segment where we talk about plays around the league where somebody gets absolutely wrecked. And, <laughs> you know, when somebody gets wrecked, obviously the person doing the wrecking lifts weights <laughs> so it's what's one of my favorite segments so yeah so uh we're gonna just kind of watch all the games like we do every season and that's one thing we're gonna be looking for and um hopefully there's more than one or two yeah. <laughs> there's enough for for each of us to to kind of bring to the table oh for sure um because i mean obviously we don't advocate or kind of look for injuries but we love when people get blown the hell up yeah. right oh, yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. because at the end of the day it is football Good, yeah. clean, hard hits. Yes. That's what we're looking for. Yep. Um, speaking to that, and and I'll get into it. I thought Landon Collins. Blew I was up. just thinking was about it, that. I don't know. Was it, it was it was Moss our boy? Somebody. It was our boy. Yeah, Thaddeus yeah, Moss. I mean, blew his <laughs> ass up in that last preseason preseason mm. game. That was a good hit. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna do that, and then we're also going to get into um, a little bit of fantasy stuff. So Marcus and I first started this podcast. It was just him and I. Mm -hmm. We kind of kicked around the idea of doing some fantasy stuff. Yep. Uh, never kind of felt like we had the time to get it into the show. Um, but since now we have Adam, Adam is another pair of eyes, mm -hmm. you know, kind of watching the league, For knowing sure. the players, what's going on. Um, so we will give some fantasy advice. We, we don't know exactly how we're going to do it. Clearly, we don't have enough time because it's not a full fantasy show. But I think what we'll do is just kind of pick a couple players and or like a defense or something. Um, each week and just kind of throw out our thoughts on whether you should sit them, start them, trade them, yep. get them off the waiver wire, yeah. something like that. Um, and then as always, like we always open the show for questions, you know, you guys can hit us up on social media or on um, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can go to our website, AverageSportsGuys.com. You can message us there. Mm -hmm. You can always email us, AverageSportsGuys at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from you, especially if it's regarding the fantasy stuff. I, I think that's pretty fun and interactive. Facts. So we can do that. But, um, man, episode three, man, of Hard Knocks. Yeah. So first, Oof. before Adam gets into his thing, he did fall asleep during the show. Um, <laughs> I fell asleep during the last, like, 10 minutes of it. Now, granted, it was close to 1 a.m. So right. Yeah, that might have played a role. Yeah, it's a, yeah, like a little bit of it. But overall, uh, Adam, what was your thoughts? Dude, I, I, I'm just, I'm not feeling it. I don't know why, man. I'm just kind of bored. I, I thought the first episode was good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought the second episode fell off. Mm -hmm. And I felt like the third episode was in a similar vein as the as the second episode. I was yeah. just not, not really feeling it. Mm -hmm. Although, I would say that my big highlight from this episode was that Minutes long drone footage. Oh yeah, that was good. No, that was clean. That, that was, was real crazy. Good. That was right. Real good. Like I, I, it just kept going, and yeah. like their facility is incredible. That's their practice facility. Yeah, can we just <laughs> talk about that for a minute? Like, man, that whole compound area. It. it 
It was a resort. It's huge. It's ridiculous. Like it's, it's ridiculous. And then they had like a little bit of weather outside. So they're like, ah, oh, we got to move it inside. Inside just looks like their, their stadium yeah. at, at home. Right. Yes, it does. Yeah. I was like, oh my Baby goodness. Baby Jerry's world. And that locker Disgusting. room. Disgusting. It's beautiful. Yeah. That locker room was ridiculous. And I was like, that's just where they practice. That's just yeah. what they, yeah. Not a game. About practice. Not a game. Yeah. Practice. Hey, we talking about practice. <laughs> And I Crazy. was like, man, and all I ever think about is like the facility in Ashburn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like it's like a fucking circus tent. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's so bad. And I mean, they've made upgrades over the years, you know right. what I mean? Like I I think they I think it clearly looks way better now than it did like, you know, a couple years ago. They got better grass, um, that's for sure. Yeah, both at the practice facility and FedEx Field. FedEx Field is looking real good, man. Yeah, and, yeah. I'm, glad and, to, I'm glad they cleaned it up. Yeah, and that that's goes just back good for to the league. Couple, right, yeah. <laughs> it's good for ACLs yeah, yeah, all is. around the league. Um, yeah, the injury rate they automatically went down. That's right. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and that's credit to like Ron Rivera and them for yeah. doing the the drainage overhaul and all that stuff to mm-hmm. you know support a better turf. But um, but yeah, like that that facility was just ridiculous. But yeah, the whole drone thing at first I thought because you know it started down that road. And it was like leading towards yeah. like the facility, and so I thought, oh, they'll just kind of go right up to it, and it'll just fly off, and then they'll get into like practice or something. No, it just was quiet and just <laughs> yeah. kept going. And then the dude opened the, the door, door at the right then, time, yep. and it was making the turn through all the hallways. And, and I mean, I thought that was that was well done for sure. But yeah, I mean, that pretty much was like the highlight. I, I Marcus, you you brought up something before we started recording. They were giving uh, that one running back uh, uh, a hard time. Uh, Jaquan Hardy because he yeah. looked like uh, Ed Dickerson because because <laughs> in the middle of a preseason game, his contact popped out. Yep, and then. After that, this dude puts on the goggles, you know, so he can see. And ever since, the people just like ripping him. <laughs> and it didn't matter who the player was. It, it's like it was like a, a joke amongst the entire, mm-hmm. however many guys there were, and they were just going in on him. Even the uh, even the assistant coaches, yeah. like, uh, you, you yeah. over there, yeah, because yeah, yeah, <laughs> they were in the running back room, and, right. and he was like, yeah, I was I was one and one. <laughs> They're like one on one. It was like, what is what, what is, is one and one? one? <laughs> He's like, I've, I've I've never I've never heard that. Like, what, is, what is one and one? I was dying laughing. That was good. That was really good. Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. Um yeah, I, I you saw they pretty much edited out everything to do with, with Dak. And yeah. his injury and yeah. anything like that. Yep. Yeah. So I mean So uh, apparently like uh Mike McCarthy was not happy about the amount of like stuff that was divulged in the first episode. So oh, like, okay. so the, out, the team uh, does have like some power at saying yeah, like yeah, what yeah. they're allowed to like yep. um, put out there. And yeah, especially like them, I, I think he was mad about them airing the footage of him talking to one of the other dudes about Zeke um, and like his workload. They were like, you know, he's already got a lot of, he's already had a ton of carries. Oh, like that's right, yeah, yeah, that was in that, that first yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah, so apparently he was super pissed about that and right. that might have affected um you know, how, how much information is actually getting out in these subsequent episodes. Right. And I'm sure. sure Jerry probably had a hand in that too. Yeah. Uh, because you're trying to downplay it all, but I think I saw, was it something It was either from like Ian Rappaport or um, Adam Schefter mm-hmm. was pretty much saying like Dak isn't a hundred percent, hundred percent. And yeah. I think you sent something in the group chat yeah. about that. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like pretty much got him on a pitch count. They got him on a pitch count now. So it's one of those things where, I mean, how number one how healthy he truly is number one number mm-hmm. two 
if you know he's got a lat shoulder issue, what are you doing as a defense? You're put, trying to put that man on the ground. On the ground, yep. right. So You're trying to get in his face, hurry things up. 100% because you know when a quarterback's hurt like that, especially early in the season, because everybody knows when you walk into a season injured, chances are you're going to walk out, out of, of the, the season, season injured. Right. Yep. So <laughs> chances are he's not going to take too many chances. Yeah, he'll probably run a little bit, but more than likely, if you get close, he's probably going to go down because he's thinking about the longevity of the season. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see how he progresses. We'll see what his numbers look like. Um, he did. I think he did tweet something to the effect of, like, he's not trying to throw for 6,000 yards or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's a thing. Everybody's aware of it. So we'll just see how it plays out. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see, especially if they cannot establish a run game early. Oh, facts. Yeah. I think they're going to run up against a lot of defenses that are going to be able to stop the run or at least not get killed by it. So yeah, for force sure. them force them to throw. Yeah. See, super, see what he really has. Super unfortunate for them as an offense, right? Right. I mean, the, I feel like their whole offense this season in particular was supposed to be predicated on the fact that they've got two nasty receivers and <laughs> Dak, right? Like that's yeah. supposed to open things up. Hopefully yeah. Zeke is good this season, unlike mm-hmm. last season, right? Right. Um, so this injury, if this allows defenses to just key in on the run because they right. know the passing game isn't isn't going to be there, uh, mm-hmm. that could be that could be bad news bears. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, yeah. especially like you said, with the with the secondary looking crazy as it is. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Another thing I thought was pretty cool with the episode was Amari Cooper and CD Lamb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I sure. enjoyed that little like, back and forth. Yeah. That was cool. That was cool. And then CD going back and forth with Michael Parsons a little bit. Yeah, the, the whole coverage oh. argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it was going in. I was like, ooh. Yeah, so I need to comp- feel your presence. Right. <laughs> I didn't know you were there. <laughs> I was just getting cute. That's what I was like. Whoa. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. And my thing is, what what really was interesting to me, what did you guys, how did you guys feel about Zeke being in the quarterback room, in the quarterback meeting? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Because it was him. I didn't and, actually pay attention yeah, to that. Yeah, it was him. It was, it was well, uh, it was. That might have been when I was asleep. Yeah, honestly. so it was <laughs> Zeke in the room with Dak, Danuch, and uh, Cooper Rush. Yeah. And they were just, they were just talking through tape and, and stuff like that. Like, how do you feel about that as a fan and is it something you think that should continue or something that, that that's actually a thing that should or could possibly grow within, I guess, organizations around the NFL? Well, yeah, so I missed this. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about it? Like, like, was he was he like being a nuisance? In no, there, he was, was he just, just a part of the meeting. Like, oh, okay. It was like yeah, a regular yeah. thing. Oh, OK. So, well, I wouldn't say that's out of the ordinary or that it's not normal because mm-hmm. you got to think like quarterbacks will even do that with receivers yeah right? okay. and you'll get quarterbacks that'll go into offensive line meetings sometimes too mm-hmm. if they're talking about protection oh for sure right. like things like that especially when you're prepping for like the upcoming game okay. you know because obviously coaching staff and 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 um you know assistants are going to put together game plans based on who they're playing mm-hmm. But the quarterback is also studying as well. They're studying the defense. So he could sit in on those meetings to say, hey, this particular linebacker, this is something that I picked up, you know, so I may shift protection this way. Or if, you know, we may think about running these type of plays. So so maybe Zeke being in there wasn't wasn't a a bad thing. You know, I'm sure there was a reason for him to be in there. Yeah, I I agree. I think uh, I think that's actually smart. Like Zeke can block. Right. Like for sure. and, and, And it keeping Dak as healthy as they possibly can is is the priority this right. season right so yeah any any i think uh, any opportunity for for you know the running back who's rarely going to be coming out of there uh, you know coming out on their drives 
yeah. um, to get a better idea of what's going on offensively and, and mm-hmm. who he might need to block or what who he might need to pick up, things like that. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's great. I think that's actually really smart. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys see um, the little piece about Jonathan Jackson, the mailroom manager? Uh-uh. So oh, this, yeah. dude, this dude is like third generation like employee of the Cowboys like his dad and then his grandfather all worked for the organization oh wow and then they had a sit down where they were um, all playing spades and him and I think his partner was Michael Parsons don't quote me on that but he woke Zeke and Dak in spades he was talking trash the entire time (laughs) it was golden Mm -hmm. because there's nothing that you can do you just see him with a line of books in front of him just talking trash like Doug like I got this yeah it was it was I was that was really cool Yeah. yeah I think, yeah, I caught that. Mm-hmm. At the end, he's like, don't make me come up here. Don't make me come up here. Also, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was towards the end. It was, it yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, and that was the only part that I didn't catch mm-hmm. was, was towards the end. But I'll, I'll just catch it just for my yeah, own, yeah, for my sure. own shits and gigs. Um, edification. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, episode four, we'll see kind of how that's going to be. Uh, yeah. They have. I hope it's better, man. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, uh, taking cuts. taking the wind out of my sails, getting ready for right, this I know, NFL so far, season. Man. So far, like it's it's been a letdown. And again, I know maybe some people listening is gonna say, "Oh, of course you're gonna say it because it's Dallas Cowboys." No, no, because they've had they. I mean, they've been on several times, and it's been like I said, just as entertaining yeah. as right. as almost any other season. But I don't know what they're doing this year, and I think it really just comes down to what how they're editing and putting it together. I mean, mm-hmm. because there's no shortage of content. Like if absolutely, you, not. like you see the players, like the one dude's like, "I want to taste the cake." You know? <laughs> Like, like some of that shit is like fucking funny, you know. Right. Uh, maybe put some more of that type of stuff. Um, I thought that they should highlight, you know, maybe some of the younger guys. Like I forgot the guy's name, but that Hispanic dude, he was in the yeah. Isaac Al- don't, right, right. don't quote yeah, the I, last I, name. I, yeah, Isaac Alarcon, Alarcon, yeah, something yeah. like that. Something yeah. like that. Him, you know, and they were like kind of showed him sitting with his family and mm-hmm. kind of telling his story and mm-hmm. and things like that and you know, how he came in through the international program or whatever. So it's like, I guess he was on the practice squad last year. Mm. Um, so, you know, he's trying to make it this year. And they were like, I think it was, who's it? Joe Philbin is their offensive line coach. I think so. Yeah. He was, he was giving them shit and getting on him because you know, they're trying to get, get the best out of him. So like right. those like teachable moments and, and some of those things, like I think are, are pretty cool to watch. Side note. I think Trayvon Diggs has like the cutest kid in the world. Oh yeah, oh his little, yeah, his yeah, little yeah, son. Yeah. yeah, like his little son, and he kept asking him, trying to get him to say Dak, like, like Who you want to meet, and he Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. if I was Patrick Mahomes, I would do the dirt. Like, I would find out that man's address and send his kid high jersey. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he was like, "What jersey you name? He said number four. four. He said, "Who's that?" He said, "Patrick, Patrick Mahomes." <laughs> <laughs> I was dying. I was, was no good. Yeah, then he was like, I get confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I thought that was cool. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Matter of fact, you, you can't get on him. He's a kid. But yeah, it's four, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Matter of fact, he just sent him two. One with 15 on it, and then another one with number four on it. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And then he was like, Dak. He's like, Prescott. Like, yeah, he finally got it. He's like leading the witness. Right there, right? So, yeah. No, I thought it was pretty good. So, oh, yeah, hopefully sure. hopefully this next episode is a little bit more entertaining. Yep. Um, Obviously, when it comes to the cutdowns, those are always cool. I mean, it sucks, right? Because you're yeah, watching yeah. people lose their job. That's right. But it's always cool because you see people like lifting weights and they see somebody <laughs> walking walk in and they're like looking like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, yeah. They walk by me. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> you just start, you know, you just you keep on living. Yeah. <laughs> but if that dude starts slowing down, then he goes, hey, uh, coach wants to see you. Can you bring your iPad? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how it would take it. I'll probably just set it right there. Uh, like, just I'm like, hey, see man. myself out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, man. So speaking of uh, cut downs and all that stuff, the final 53-man rosters are going to be formed coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Did they expand rosters? Because I think the, they did because of COVID. I'm pretty sure they're continuing with those rules. And then because they added an extra game, I would imagine you'd have to have some other player. That's on me or us. Like I should have looked that it's up. But, but either way, the final rosters and final cuts and all that stuff will be coming around the corner. Uh, because it's this 80, is it's 80 right now, currently, right? Yeah, I think yeah. that was like 80. the most recent cut. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because I think they could start with like 93 and yeah. then get mm-hmm. down to 80. So, but yeah, they'll be shape, forming and shaping the final rosters here in the next, you know, pretty soon. A uh, week or so. So this is like the last week of preseason coming yes, up. Sir. And then there's like a two-week kind of no football, and oh, yeah, then man. the season will mm-hmm. start. Mm-hmm. So we might kind of kick around next week some of our um, – our must-haves on our particular team, yep. people mm-hmm. that you know are a lock, and then you kind of breeze through those. We're not going to go down every single uh, one, but maybe some of the more popular position groups. Facts. And then maybe we can talk about some bubble players, some guys that, you know, basically will make it or not based on their last performance, mm-hmm. you know, which is going to start, uh, you know, pretty much now. Um, but, yeah, so let's go ahead and just quickly get into um, – Washington played Cincinnati last mm. Friday. They mm-hmm. did win 17-13. I don't care about the win. Yes. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't care about the win or the loss. Um, I never really do in preseason. However, we play the Ravens tomorrow. The Ravens have not lost a preseason game since in like like 2014 forever. or something. Wow. Like yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's been, been forever. So carrying on, we, I feel like we could start a new tradition in Washington, breaking streaks like we mm-hmm. ended – uh, the Steelers last year mm-hmm. and we beat them at 11 and 0. Uh, so maybe we can just go ahead and end uh, the Ravens little that, that'd be preseason cool. streak. That'd be cool. But again, I, that's, I'm just joking. But at the end of the day, I don't care about wins or losses. Um, some of the things that I said I wanted to see was a better rhythm out of the offense. I saw it in spots, not too many. Um, mm-hmm. I did see better tackling out of the defense. Mm-hmm. Not stellar, not great. Um, I did see some over-pursuing by the linebackers, so I don't know if they just kind of got caught and sucked down or if they were just out of position. It was hard to see. This week's been super crazy for work, so I didn't have time to go back and, and, and re-watch it. But um, just watching that game speed real time, I did see some linebackers that – did seem to be too far down in the play, just got past them mm-hmm. um, in a hurry. But overall, I thought I, there was more solid tackling, so that was pretty good. Um, what did you think about it, Adam? Um, so I, th- I thought there were a, a couple good plays from Gibson, right? I think he had like two back-to-backs that went, it was like 20 yards overall or something like that. Um, yeah. I liked the throw to the rookie Brown, yeah, Daomi Brown up the mm-hmm. right side. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. He had to make an adjustment for that one, right? Yeah. So I think there was one earlier in the game, or unless I'm thinking about the week before. No, yeah. I yeah. know he had to try to make an adjustment, but he wouldn't have caught the ball anyway. But yeah, this, yeah, the one you're talking about, I do think he still had to make an adjustment. Yeah. But it was a heck of a catch. I thought that was solid. Oh, we had a we had an AGG sighting. Yeah, I thought I thought he had a solid performance. Mm-hmm. I thought he did what he needed to do to at least survive another week. Yeah, um, he went and snatched that ball. I think on the two point. 
right? Like I think he just like big bodied and yeah. and and went and snatched it. And that was, I mean, that was just good to see because that's why, you know, that's what he was billed as being able to do when we got him, right? Mm-hmm. So and, and we just haven't seen that in forever. Mm-hmm. Um, Jarrett Patterson continues to impress. Yeah, he I, does. I think that kid's got his spot locked in. Oh, right? for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think they're gonna keep four running backs. Um, he's definitely gonna be one of them. I think. I think he can make a living on special teams, at least in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he had a good um, return. Mm-hmm. I thought it was solid. Um, he sees the field well. He's a hard-nosed player. I, I mean, I'm impressed by him, to be yeah. especially to be undrafted. Um, and, I mean, we see it all the time, right? Not, not necessarily in Washington, but just players that go undrafted that end up playing well. I mean, look at London Fletcher. Right. A hell of a career. Uh, but, yeah, I... I hope nothing but good things happen for him. Rivera seems to really like him. The organization, you know, as a whole, the players, obviously him and Chase Young are friends. So I'm definitely rooting for the dude for sure. Um, I think they can use him. He he looks like he'd be able to catch the ball as well. So, you know, multifunctional back. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's just going to add value because you have the same thing in um, Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick for that matter. Right. So and then Barber's just going to be your hammer. Yeah. So the one yard line, you yep. know, you know short, who it short is. yardage, goal to go type thing. Yep. Yep. I, I think I think that'd be good. Um Yeah, just the the offense looks like it's you know, it's it's coming into gear a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I yeah, I I like it. I like it. I, I think we're moving in the right direction. Yeah, and I'm definitely not gonna judge our offense even the first week or two of the season, right? Uh they're still gonna have to gel. You're gonna get defenses that are gonna really scheme against you, things of that nature. So I think it'll take some time to develop like true chemistry. Uh, one thing in particular, somebody had posted on Twitter. I don't remember who, but pretty much it was a play. I want to say it was um, Humphreys in the slot on the right side. <clears throat> he ran a little route and. Fitzpatrick like stared him down the whole time and threw him the ball. Mm-hmm. Right, dude jumped the route, knocked the ball down. McLaurin hit the guy. I want to say it was like a double move, but pretty much had him beat. Had Fitzpatrick looked and saw him on the, on the left, you get that ball right in his hands, he was gone for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So people were saying, well, this is concerning because Fitzpatrick didn't even see McLaurin. And I normally don't comment on those types of things because it is what it is, right? Like mm-hmm. you're not, you're, it's like arguing politics. Like you see it how you see it and it, it, that's fine. But I did say, well, we have to remember it's preseason. They may just say, we're going to run this play. This play is designed to go to this individual player. Come hell or high water, I want to get my timing down. I want to see when he gets to the top of his route, what's going on, X, Y, and Z. So I'm going to throw him the ball. If it's incomplete, incomplete, intercepted, intercepted. Like those things do still take place. Now in the game, and it's not to me – customary of Fitzpatrick to just stare down receivers. He's constantly scanning the field Mm -hmm. and looking, and he's been in the league too long to just do that. Right. And and that was another giveaway to me that would say that probably was just the design. Um, But yeah, so people still have to keep that stuff in mind too. They're, they're ironing out certain things and you got to think they're probably not going to play this week. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was their last go. And they'll basically have three weeks off because they're not going to play this weekend. Uh, and then there's two more weeks before the season starts. So they just wanted some live reps up. We need to, this is going to be one of our things. Let's go ahead and see how it works X, Y, and Z. But, um, 
but yeah, so I always tell people just relax. It's right, fine. for sure. It's fine. But yeah, that's all I got. Like this week coming up, you're going to get a lot of young guys. Again, it's going to be against Baltimore. Um, interested to see really how Heineke and Allen do. Mm, um, there you go. Because they're going to get extended playing time. There you go. Uh, Patterson, I think it'll be telling to see if he doesn't play long, then mm, you know yeah. he's good to go. Um, I think you're. I think AGG needs to be out there just to get the reps. Yeah. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of the young guys, the Dax Milnes of the world, um, getting a lot of reps, seeing what they can be. Um, it'll be interesting to see how many receivers they end up keeping. Um, yeah. Can they stash some guys on the practice squad? I know Philly is notorious for picking our guys <laughs> off the practice squad. We'll uh, take them. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, this week, I'm not looking for anything in particular especially if the starters aren't playing. Yeah. I'm just looking to see, you know, young guys, what they're doing, high motor. Right. Like, is your head in the game? You know. Who shows up? Yeah, who shows up? Who's 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 ready to play? Facts. Ron Rivera's brand of football. There you go. But, yeah, so let's send it over to Philly. What happened in that game? Yeah, Eagles lost that game 35 to nothing. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was it – I was, forgot about the score. It, it, <laughs> it was bad. Um, So – Everybody was looking to see, you know, the next step for Jalen Hurts. Unfortunately, he came down with an illness. He was pulled last minute. He actually wanted to play. Mm. But Sirianni made the overall decision, like, nah, Doug, you're going to sit out. And he actually ended up in the hospital oh, um, wow. for his for his stomach situation. Wow. But he did obviously travel to, you know, uh, the New Meadowlands and, and practice with the Jets and whatnot. So he's fine now. But with that being said, the offensive line was out. And then a majority of our uh, veteran defensive players were out. So needless to say, I mean, barring what we heard from camp, you know, the Eagles dominating most of camp. Um, they were it was literally ones going against twos and threes yeah. for the majority of that game. So Cam Newton, Cam Newton looked like a boss. Um, even uh, what's his face, uh, Mac uh, Mac Jones, right? Yeah, yeah, Mac, Mac Jones, Jones even yeah. looked like a problem. So they were they were literally going off. Um, they 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 got what they wanted. Um, but as far as the Eagles, I can say that Devontae Smith and his route running is disgusting. Mm -hmm. Um, his ability to separate and turn defenders around. Um, he, so he did drop, well not drop. He didn't catch it. Well, he dropped a few balls, but, uh, he, there was a few overthrows and things like that by Joe Flacco. There was one. I thought I, if, if I remember correctly, he was going up the sideline uh -huh. and the ball was. I thought catchable, right? And and he didn't catch it, right? And, and like, he admitted uh, he didn't get his head around fast enough. Yeah, for and that. that's mm -hmm. what it seemed like. Right, is like he saw it at the last second uh -huh. type of a thing. But for sure, no, I watching that kid fly. It's I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's dirty. Like yeah. even uh, Chad Johnson, Chad Ochersenko was like, "Are you watching this kid's footwork? Really? Like yeah. his ability? But he still to likes yeah. Terry McLaurin, right? Man, <laughs> <laughs> like his ability to separate is disgusting. No, it is. Yeah. So. I, I chalk that up a lot to just reps with Joe Flacco mm -hmm. um, and just getting timing down. But right. there were some balls he should have been able to catch. Um, so he was the major highlight um, of the game. Um, looking at linebackers, um, TJ Edwards, Eric Wilson, and Gennard Avery, they definitely flashed. Um, oh, oh, Alex Singleton for sure. This dude was blowing up. Everything in the run game. Um, I can see that he actually studied tape in the offseason. Um, he was filling gaps. He was reacting. He was playing with his eyes, which was huge versus last year. Um, he's still uh, shaky in coverage, but if he can continue to assist in stopping the run, we'll be fine. 
Uh, Milton Williams forced penalties. Like there were a lot of holding calls uh, with our even our backups on defense, which was a huge positive. Um, Kenny Gainwell, this kid has, in Miles Sanders' opinion, the surest hands um, in the <laughs> running back room. Like I think he's going to make the roster. Uh, Miles Sanders did get a few carries. He got two carries for 13 yards, did his thing. Um, uh, Jordan Howard got a few carries, Boston Scott, guys like that. Um, I think Elijah Holyfield, I don't know if you guys know, that is Evander Holyfield's son. Really? He played for Georgia. Oh, um, the dude's okay. a tank. Dude's actually, he's yeah. a tank, but yeah. he's just not flashing. So he's probably going to end up either on the practice, practice squad or, or cut. Um, what else? You know all about that with old Thaddeus. Anthony Harris, this is the second week in a row, um, the guy who we brought in from the Vikings, um, who actually forced another incompletion, you know, and that's something really? that we need, yeah. you know, in our secondary, especially while we're waiting for Rodney McLeod to come back mm-hmm. uh, from his ACL injury, injury last, uh, last December, but he's planning on coming back week one, uh, Jack Driscoll, I mean, still from his um, last game in college, he's still recovering, we're, we're waiting to see when he's going to pop up, I expect him to start at left guard. Um, we'll see how that takes place. Moving forward with my birds, um, obviously week three, I don't think you're going to see Jalen Hurts or any of the starters or anybody of worth. Mm-hmm. Um, but just talking about the camp, uh, the camp side of things, um, again, it's been reported that Jalen Hurts has been doing very well um, through, a, through a toe-tap D, uh, TD to Devontae Smith. Um, of course, Quez, Quez Watkins is flashing again. Um, Cox and Hargrave are definitely stepping up. Kenny Gainwell is is definitely continuing to flash. Um, but looking for tonight's game at 730, uh, just looking for these different battles, right? So Andre Dillard versus uh, LaRaven Clark. We picked him up last uh, last May. I forget what squad we picked him up from, off waiver wire or something. So just that battle um, for the left tackle position. Um, the one thing to Clark's um, experience, he does have experience at left tackle, right tackle, and right guard, so he could be a good reserve piece mm-hmm. for depth. Um, and then also the battle for the third safety spot, right? So we have a bunch of guys. So that's Marcus Epps, who's been with the squad. Kavon Wallace, who we got from – I'm pretty sure he played for LSU. Um, we picked him up in the draft. So I'm interested to see who actually wins that out. And then – I'm just looking to see who's hungry, right? You want to see mm-hmm. who can show up, who's going to play, who's going to, you know, flash enough to where they can earn herself a, a, a spot uh, on special teams, essentially. Mm-hmm. And then one thing, last thing I'm going to talk about is Jalen Hurts and his leadership. It's it's constantly being talked about. On Good Morning Football, you know, the Nate Burlesons and the Kyle Brants and the Peter Schragers are like, well, there's so many leaders in, in, in different teams, you know. Uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Case Keenan was a leader. Yeah, but, you know, you can be <laughs> a leader. <laughs> <laughs> right, but was he? And, and then on top of that, it's also one of those things where when players are openly speaking and calling you the captain, yeah, like Jalen Rager, it's not just what you're saying. It's also by your actions because through that whole segment, they were just questioning this dude's ability to play, which you can validate to a certain degree because he, he was one in three when he started last season. But if you look at the totality of the situation, we had like our like our tenth through fourteenth configuration of our offensive mm-hmm. line. Um, guys were hurt. Um, Fulgham was benched because I guess Alshon Jeffrey was complaining. Like things like that. To where, I mean, yes, he did. I mean, yes, he did win a game. Yes, he did flash. It, he wasn't the greatest, but 
let's wait to see what this guy does under a healthy offensive line, a solid offensive scheme, mm-hmm. um, a good defense to back him up, and literally being the starting quarterback. So to just trash a guy like the rest of the media has been doing, I'm eating it up as an Eagles fan because mm-hmm. everything that I've been hearing out of camp is like, yeah, he he has a pretty good arm. Yeah, he's you know he can he's, he's slowing down his feet are calmer things like that. But they're saying between last year and this year, they're saying he's basically a pretty a pretty different dude. So I'm just excited for game one of the regular season. But that's what I got coming out of uh, Philly. And who do you guys play tonight? We play the Jets. Oh, okay. okay. So yeah. Yep. So so you're thinking Philly's gonna gonna hold four running backs as well. I think we're going to hold four running backs. The four running backs I think we're going to carry, I think it's going to be Miles Sanders, Kenny Gainwell, Jordan Howard, and um, Boston, Boston Scott. Scott. Mm-hmm. I think that's the four. Um, we've notoriously carried four. I just think that um, the, the other guys are just either going to be practice squad or cut. And, and you think Sanders is going to – he's going to get the lion's share of the work, though? Oh, absolutely. He has to. But, um, like I said, everybody else has their – Nishi, so to say, so to speak. So um, Jordan Howe is a great run blocker. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenny Gainwell is an awesome receiver. And Boston Scott, this guy knows how to get skinny in the hole. So it's mm-hmm. like everybody has their strengths. And based on, you know, the flow of the game, they're going to obviously move guys in and out. But um, definitely Miles Sanders is going to get the lion's share of the carries. And I think he's going to be exceptionally happy amongst the rest of the team with walking into the season with a virtually healthy offensive line because mm-hmm. that rarely happens in Philly over the past, what, three, four years? <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. And Sorry, one one more question. No, Just good. Is, is Devonta – so is, is Smith, like, the guy? Do you think – is he going to be the guy uh, as far as the receivers go this season? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, he's the guy. I think Rager and the Greg Wards of the world are going to benefit from that. Um, the Zach Ertz's as well as the Dallas Goddard's are going to benefit from that. Okay. Just because everybody's going to, like, safeties are going to key in on Smith and not let him get beat their defense over the top, mm-hmm. which means other guys are going to be more open or more one-on-one situations. Um, and then hopefully, um, if he remains healthy, like I think he is, that's also going to help out Miles Sanders because you can't stack the box. Right. I hope that we stick with the 12 personnel scheme while keep we're like keeping two tight ends on the field um, a majority of the game because that also assists with the run game, even though our tight ends aren't the best run blockers. But scheme-wise, that's something else you have to account for. Two guys who can beat linebackers in coverage. So, mm-hmm. um, again, I'm just really excited for the Eagles and what we're going to be able to do this season. It's just, you know... Can Jalen Hurts, you know, continue to be as advertised coming out of camp this season? That's what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so to kind of end the show, uh, what do we have as far as NFL news? I know the one thing, the question that I had for you guys, and Adam, we'll start with you, is um, Trevor Lawrence, man. So there's been a lot of concern yeah. <clears throat> or yeah. some concern that he may not remain healthy yeah. mm-hmm. throughout the year. Um, I know I've seen it on Twitter. I've texted a few people about it. It doesn't seem like that offensive line is up Bruh. for the task. Yeah. Uh, I, I am concerned. <laughs> and I imagine he is as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's not looking good down there. And I feel like, uh, you know, Travis Etienne being being hurt too. Like he's probably out yeah. for the season. Was it Liz, Liz Frank injury? Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, yeah. So he's he's. I think they're shutting him down for the season, and oh, he, geez. I think, figured to be another decent way of protecting Lawrence as well, just because right. he's so like he's he's that utility tool mm-hmm. kind of player. He's the gadget mm-hmm. player, right? He can go mm-hmm. and do everything. He's supposed to be kind of that Percy Harvin role for them, mm-hmm. um, which is just one less thing that defenses need to really worry about, right? right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I am nervous for him. I'm hoping they figure it out. If if they don't this season, or you know, if the offensive line isn't just doesn't seem to get it going, uh, there's no shame in in sitting your rookie and protecting him. So I'm glad you brought that up. So that mm-hmm. was a conversation I was having um, with someone earlier, and we were just kind of talking about like the old school method, right? Like you look at Aaron Rodgers sat mm-hmm. behind Favre. Uh, Brett Favre for all those years, right? And I understand the argument now. These first round, first overall draft picks are making so much money and so much guaranteed money and all this other stuff that they're usually going to a quarterback needy team. So you want to get them out there as soon as possible. But you look at Joe Burrows last year mm-hmm. and he got yeah hurt. Yeah. You look at even even take the injury factor out of it. Some of them just get jacked up mentally you know mentally yeah yeah and they're just not the same whereas if they can develop and like i've heard you know brian mitchell the former redskin i know he's on 106.7 the fan Mm -hmm. they need us up for nbc sports washington pre and post game for the washington football team i value his opinion but i i believe it was last year because it was during the Dwayne haskins thing there was people going back and forth saying you know maybe haskins would benefit from sitting and you know b mitch kind of brought up the angle of you can only learn so much by sitting. Mm-hmm. You need to get out there and play. And I understand that argument too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think that works in a plug and play scenario, meaning like a Patrick Mahomes, his offense was pretty much built for him. Right. So you put him in there and he should do fine. Russell Wilson, I think it is, is an exception has never really had a great offensive line, mm-hmm. but also never really been injured. Right. You know what I mean? And I think he's performed well from his rookie season up until last year, you mm-hmm. know, um, he also had a super strong like run attack. Oh, right? for sure. To, yeah. To, to yeah. kind of right. protect him. Especially early way, on right? when you had the, you know, the Marshawn Lynch's of the world. Yep. Um, but yeah, so there are those rare exceptions, but overall, I mean, you look at because those those new quarterbacks because it's all new players, they're going to take their lumps anyway. Yeah. So me, yeah, call me old school. I've I'm kind of in the camp of if you have a serviceable quarterback now and you have your QB of the future, let let him sit behind and and learn at least midway through the season or something, you know, to to that degree. But yeah, I I wish him well. I mean, yeah, you know, I, I sure hope he doesn't get hurt because he was fun to watch in college. He's a beast, man. He's yeah. legit. He's a beast. He throws a beautiful ball. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, For me, I'm the same mindset as you guys. I think you sit him and start Minshew um, just because of the he fact seems like a capable. He's capable like, guy. And yeah. like we said, the offensive line is not there. Like learn from, you know, all the examples you gave, right? Like, if your offensive line is not there, then don't risk your future right. and mortgage your future. Protect on, your investment. Protect your investment yeah. 100%. Take care of your and, chicken. And Right. Right. And I understand, right? Like, some may argue, well, they may never get an offensive line, so what, are you just never going to play them? So, like, that part of it, yeah, I understand. Um, but that's kind of on the organization. Like, if you value that player as your right. franchise quarterback, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the nice, shiny Ferrari is cool. But, you know, 
the foundation of that offense has mm-hmm. to be there because if you, your quarterback can't stay upright and get the ball to whoever you know is catching it, then it doesn't matter who you have as a wide receiver. Right, one hundred percent. Like you're not driving that Ferrari through Baltimore City. Like let's be real, there's too <laughs> many potholes. You can't do it. <laughs> can't right. do it. Nope, you're taking a Honda Civic. <laughs> <laughs> so for sure, yeah. So what else we have in NFL news? So we got. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater was named the starter in Denver, yeah, and then also Teddy B, Teddy Teddy B, good for and, him. And then also Jameis Winston, old crab legs, crab was named legs. Not happy starter out there in New Orleans. And I celebrate both of them because they've both been through a lot, especially Teddy Bridgewater with that crazy injury. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I I he pretty was, much yeah. He was so primed to be like a dude. Good, he was a quarterback. He was balling with the Vikings, yeah. like yeah. balling. Mm. Um. But now he's got a he's he's got another shot, which I am super excited about. Yeah. And then Jameis Winston, you know everything that he's been through out there with Tampa Bay and you know the thirty for thirty game. Yeah. Um, I think he's <laughs> matured a little. <laughs> I think he's matured a little bit, and with this offense, with you know Sean Payton's guidance, I think he's going to continue to ball out because nobody questioned this kid's arm. It was just his his decision making on and off yeah. the field. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I'm excited to watch both of those teams under that leadership and that quarterback play. So real quick for those, if this is your first time listening to the show or you just haven't heard us talk about Jameis Winston in a while. So we call him crab legs because when he was in college, he stole some crab legs from the Publix. I guess, I think it was Publix. Oh, it was Publix. Publix. The grocery store. He was stealing crab legs. How dare you besmirch Publix. Yeah. So that's that's why we call him old crab legs. There you go. But yeah, I'm looking for the maturation out of him he's yep. been in the league for several years now mm-hmm. seems like he's kind of grown up a little bit right hopefully he's ditched some of that just like weird pregame mm-hmm. eat a w, a w. Finger, <laughs> finger yeah finger licking good type stuff get you one um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh i'll never um, forget deshaun jackson's face yeah, like, that he was, was crazy like, <laughs> he's like i'm out of here yeah <laughs> Yeah, I was and <laughs> Howie on the phone. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah. So hopefully, hopefully he 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 does well. And right. you know, I I know the jokes will be there the second he throws an interception and all right. that stuff. But I just want to see how he goes through the process. And and the reason I say that is because I thought he played well when he came in last year. Right. Yes. Um, and I think he even threw a touchdown in that. Um. In the playoffs, didn't he? I think he did. He came in and threw that's it right. One, it was the, it wasn't it like a top. flea flick or something crazy yeah, like that. He, he did threw it, it over the threw top. a bomb. Right. So he seems like you know things things may be coming together there. So I'm right. I'm really you know intrigued in seeing that. And then Teddy Bridgewater, I've been a fan since he came into the league. Facts. You know, series of unfortunate events mm-hmm. um, didn't it, work out in um, Carolina. Just blew up, man. Yeah. Right. So we'll see. We'll see how he does. Hopefully, um, you know. Hopefully he does well. Rooting for him. Definitely rooting for him. Absolutely. Big time. time. And I think it's a matter of time before Trey Lance takes over in San Francisco. Yes. I don't think Jimmy G is is, is He's not that guy. He's not that guy. Nope. No. No, not at all. But anyway, that is going to do it for the episode. Again, episode 74. Be sure to check out, again, our website, AverageSportsGuys.com. We are on social media, Instagram, The Average Sports Guys, Facebook, same thing, Twitter, The Average Sports Guys. Um, Yeah. Again, we'd like to hear from you, and we look forward to these new segments and all that stuff we have for you. Until next time, we'll see y'all. Peace out.